Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, June the 2nd in 2020 on Winter Eyes. We're in year A and this is the first Sunday after Pentecost, which we call Trinity Sunday. So I will read the passage for the week and one of the passages for the week. And on Tuesdays, we like to look at the psalm for the week. And the psalm for this week is Psalm 8, another creation psalm where the psalmist talks about what it means to be human, uh, building on what we talked about yesterday in the creation account from Genesis chapter 1 and 2. So I'll read that passage this morning, provide a couple points of reflection, then lead us to a time of prayer as we face our day together. Thanks for making this party of morning on winter eyes. Let's, let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm chapter 8. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which have set, you have set in place, what is humankind that you're mindful of them, human beings that you would care for them? You've made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swarm the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. This is the word of God for us. One of the things that I've noticed as a dad, which is a whole lot of fun, is to watch when our kids begin to take ownership for their own lives and begin to put their own dreams together. Um, there's this neat uh, energy that washes over them when they come up with an idea. Uh, perhaps uh, Avery, she's always been, we think that she's going to own a business someday because she's been making businesses ever since she was like in kindergarten. <laughs> and so it's just fun to see her uh, come up with these great ideas for um uh, for creating a business and creating things and selling things. Um, when Ezra is ever tasked to clean the house, uh, what we've noticed is that he takes the full initiative. He wants to do it all himself. Uh, whenever he wants to buy something, we tell him the price of it. There's this interesting sobriety that washes over him. and He does quick mental math about how much money he has and how much money will be taken away. And he begins to make a decision on whether or not this is a need or a want and uh, whether it would be appropriate for him to, to buy something and spend his money. Uh, but there's this ownership that washes over the human being and it causes us both to have pride and the good form of pride of what we do, uh, but also the sober responsibility of what our actions mean uh, for us and for the world around us. And I love that because that's what happens in the middle of this psalm. The psalmist is talking. It's a creation hymn. It's a psalm that's uh, bracketed by the same refrain, repeated twice. Lord, our oh Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. So this is a creation psalm. It's celebrating what uh, theologians call a creational monotheism, that there's one God and he is in charge of all the earth. It talks about the next verses about how God created all things. We've already talked about that in uh, Genesis 1 already from the podcast yesterday. When it comes to uh, human beings, I love it how in the Bible sometimes uh, truth is is framed in the form of a question. Um, what what is human beings that you are mindful of them? Uh, what are the the sons of people that you would watch over them and that you would take care of them? I love that from verse four, and then there's a truth that's uh, presented in verse five. You've made them a little lower than the angels, and you've crowned them with glory 
and honor. The term glory in the Hebrew is the word kavod, which means like a heaviness. Uh, whenever glory is mentioned, there's a weightiness about it. Uh, it's, it's like our idiom that we use in English language when somebody's words carry a lot of weight. Um, so, you know, These folks can say whatever they want to say, but people don't stop in their tracks and consider it. But when this person, like the expert or the person put in authority, whenever they say things, there's weight in their words. And so even though we're created low, as the passage says, just from the mere dust of the earth, as Genesis 2 will tell us, there is something about us because we're creating the image of God. Um, we're, we're the beings that reflect God's image back out into his world. So the things that we do have a great weightiness about it. And we all have different, different spheres of influence, but there is a sphere. I, w- I would prove to you that even the most introverted of us, those of us who are like entry-level positions in an organization, we feel like nobody moves when we say things. What the Bible tells us is that part of our frame is that when we say stuff, stuff happens. When we declare something, the earth does move. It's recreated after we create something. And so there's an interesting pride, like a, a pride because we're found within God's family, a good form of pride that we're in God's family. But there's also sobriety. The things that we do cause things to happen in reaction. And so I want to pray over that idea this morning that we'd recognize that we're lifted We're crowned with glory and splendor. We got weightiness about ourselves, but also to be reminded that go through a series of reflection, uh, reflection points this morning, that the things you and I do today will have a significant impact in the world around us. It could be indirect impact. It could be a direct impact. It could be uh, a very subtle impact, or it could be quite a drastic impact. But everything that we do today will cause some sort of reconfiguration of God's world around us. And so the the call of Jesus is the same call to all of us, which is, will we take up our cross daily and follow Jesus? Will we hand our kingdoms over to Jesus so that our kingdoms can be added to the outworking of his kingdom? So I want to pray a prayer of consecration over our day-to-day, that we live a, quote, perfect day. Now that word perfect... Uh, it, we have an aversion to it, and that's totally fine. None of us are going to, quote, be perfect. We're not going to be 100 out of 100. But that word perfect in the New Testament language is a mature day, to walk in maturity, to walk with wisdom. And so I'm going to pray that we would have a wisely lived day today as we seek to order it before our God this morning. So we'll spend some time praying before we face this day together. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you today that you're a good and generous God, so generous that even though we were wayward sinners, you included us into your story. So God, we don't carry around this this shame or guilt with us. We thank you that we are forgiven and free, that the scripture tells us those whom the Son has set free, they are free indeed, that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. God, I thank you today that you are giving us a new way. You're showing us a path of righteousness where we get to follow the way of our Lord. So God, this day we thank you that even though we're created low as human beings, lower than the heavenly beings, lower than the angels, you've crowned us with glory and splendor, that there's a weightiness about our ways and our works and our thoughts. And so God, today I pray that we would celebrate that what we do today can make an impact, a lasting impact in the world and the lives around us. God, I pray along with that there might come a sobriety that we 
would uh, consider what we're going to do today, that we, as we order it before you, as we look at our schedule and as we look at the interactions that we're going to have and as we are surprised by the interactions and the things that we deal with today, uh, both in things that are planned and the things that are improvised, God, I pray that we would have a perfect day because your grace is with us. God, I thank you that your grace has caused us to learn about salvation, but it also teaches us to say no to ungodliness and to live self-controlled and upright godly lives in this present age. So God, may your grace save us and may your grace teach us today. And may we live a perfect day in your sight. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.